Welcome to Holy Cross Lutheran Church in Onaway, Michigan. I'm Pastor Trent Wahlberg, and you're listening to Preaching and the Word. The word for this third Sunday in Advent comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 6 through 8 and 19 through 28. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. This is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. There was a man sent from God, but who was he exactly? His name was John, but there are a lot of guys named John. The name was at least as common back then as it is today. Everybody knew who he was for the most part. They knew his name and where he was from, no doubt. They knew his parents and the strange circumstances surrounding his birth to an elderly priest and his elderly wife, who was well beyond childbearing years. John was a celebrity of sorts, and people came from all over to be baptized by this strange man. But there was clearly more to him than meets the eye. His true identity seemed to be a mystery of sorts. His name might as well have been John Doe. We're told more about who he was not than who he was. Right off the bat, we're told that this man who was sent from God was not the light. He came to bear witness about the light, but he was not the light. And that tells us more about who he was not rather than who he was. The following scene reminds me of a popular game played at, played at parties called 20 Questions. You know the one. Each person is given a card with the name of some celebrity or person from history, and it's your goal to figure out who each person is by asking a series of up to 20 questions to narrow it down until you can guess who they are correctly. That's what the pre priests and Levites were sent from Jerusalem seemed to have wanted to play with him. They asked him, Who are you? And John confessed. He did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. That's one question out of the way, but it doesn't really answer their question. They asked who he is, but he told them who he was not. To be fair, if they were playing 20 questions, they could only ask yes or no questions, but of course they weren't playing that game. John wasn't being difficult or avoiding their inquiry. That was his answer. 
I am not the Christ. That was his confession. It wasn't a denial of his own identity, but as forthright an answer as can be given. To confess is to speak the truth. It is to repeat what God has said. This is what we are doing when we confess our sin, for example. We agree with God and say that we are poor, miserable sinners. We confess that we are not perfect, we are not God, we are not the Christ, and therefore we need forgiveness. Likewise, when we confess our faith in the words of the Creed, for example, we're only repeating what God has said about himself, that he made heaven and earth, that Jesus is the Christ who was crucified, died, and was buried, and on the third day rose again and ascended into heaven. The Holy Spirit has revealed this to us and has given us the faith to believe his word, whether we're confessing our sin or confessing our faith, we are not expressing anything that we have come up with by ourselves. To confess is simply to repeat God's truth. Every confession or statement of truth must then exclude its opposite. For example, when we confess that we have done the wrong thing, we are simultaneously saying that we have not done the right thing. If we confess that God created heaven and earth, then we're also confessing that it is not eternal or uncreated. The creation didn't create itself or exist from before eternity uncreated. If we confess that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God, then there is no other begotten Son of God, and I am certainly not him. John said who he is by confess, confessing who he is not. I am not the Christ. And that would imply that someone else is. But who? With each question answered, more questions arise. Christ is not a name. It's a title for the Lord's anointed. That's what the word Christ means in Greek, anointed. In Hebrew, it's the word Messiah. It's, it was like a job title. The Christ was the one chosen by God to save his people. Some thought that he would be a king or military leader like David, who was anointed by Samuel. If John was not the Christ, then he must be someone else. John must have another title. He must have a different job and serve another purpose. So they asked him a second question. What then? Are you Elijah? I am not, John said. Just to be clear, they weren't asking if he was literally Elijah reincarnate or something like that. Again, they were asking if he was filling the role of Elijah, and in a sense, he was. Jesus spoke highly of John the Baptist and said that he is Elijah who was to come. Now, I don't think this is a contradiction at all. John both was and was not Elijah. He was in some ways, but not in others. Either way, it wasn't John's mission to speak about himself. According to Jesus, he was Elijah, but I don't think John saw it that way. John didn't see it as his place to speak about himself or to tell anyone who he is. That wasn't his concern. John came to bear witness about the light, not about himself. 
He pointed to Jesus in such a way that he didn't even seem to see himself or notice who he was at all. They couldn't they could have asked him, "Are you John, the son of Zechariah and Elizabeth?" And he probably would have said, "No." In John's eyes, he was nobody. He was just a voice crying out in the wilderness. He had a single purpose in mind to prepare the way of the Lord. The mouth speaking was irrelevant. He was just a witness. He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. Jesus is the Christ. Listen to him. If Jesus were to tell John, you are Elijah, I'm certain John would have answered, yes, Lord, it is as you say. That's how it works. Jesus gives us our identity. He knows who we are and what our purpose is. We don't make it up for ourselves. They asked him a third question. Are you the prophet then? There is some debate about who this prophet is referring to. Some say it's Isaiah, who is sometimes called the prophet. Isaiah spoke the most prophecies about Christ. A majority of our Old Testament readings surrounding Christmas and Holy Week and other key parts of the church year come to us from the prophet Isaiah. I would see why they would ask if he is Isaiah, since John was indeed a prophet, and his task was, like Isaiah, to point to the coming Messiah. Many scholars will also say that this prophet refers to the prophets greater than Moses, that Moses himself foretold. And one could argue that John qualified for that title too, since Jesus said that there is no one born of woman greater than John, and that would seem to include Moses. But truly, that title belongs to Jesus himself. He is the prophet greater than Moses, just as Moses was chosen by God to set his people free from slavery in Egypt, Jesus was anointed to set the whole world free from slavery to sin. Both Moses and Elijah appeared on the Mount of Transfiguration and were speaking with Jesus about his exodus, which was about to take place in Jerusalem. Those who had been sent to figure out who John is finally gave up after only three questions and asked, Who are you then? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John, of course, had nothing to say about himself. That's kind of his whole thing. If he had anything to say at all, it was about Jesus. In the end, he refused to name himself or to give himself a title or to call himself anything other than a voice. I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. This is the testimony of John. Jesus is coming. The Lord is on his way. Salvation is coming. Christmas Eve is only one week away, and then we will celebrate the birth of Christ into the world. Get ready. That's why we hear so much about John the Baptist in the weeks leading up to Christmas. He is the voice that prepares the way before us. But he doesn't just prepare the way with words. He also prepares the way with water. He proclaimed a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. John the baptizer didn't invent baptism. Ceremonial washings went back a long way in connection with various purification rites. 
By the time John began his ministry, religious leaders were using baptism as part of an initiation into their group. So, when they asked John why he was baptizing if he was neither the Christ or Elijah or the prophet, they were assuming that he considered himself some kind of religious leader. They thought that he was baptizing people into his own movement to be his disciples and to follow him and be prepared to kind of follow his program. But true to form, John didn't see his baptism as something that prepared people to follow himself. Rather, it was a way that he pointed others to Jesus. John's baptism prepared people to follow his Lord and their Lord. I baptize with water, John said, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. Before someone stepped into the Jordan River to be baptized, they would take off their sandals. John was saying here that he is not worthy to baptize Jesus. He's not worthy to take off his sandals and prepare him for baptism. But we all know that Jesus humbled himself to be baptized by John anyways. When John baptized his Lord, his mission changed from proclaiming that the Christ is coming soon, prepare the way, to Christ the Lord is here. The way has been prepared. He has arrived. Christmas is coming, and it is only one week and a day we will say, Christ the Lord is born. He's here. No one will be asking, who is this man sent from God named John? John will be long in the rearview mirror. Rather, we will be asking the bigger question, who is this man sent from God, born of a virgin in a stable? What child is this? Who is this man named Jesus? Together with John, we confess Jesus is the light. He is the Christ. He is our Savior. Jesus is what we are not. He is holy and righteous. And we are not worthy to stoop down to untie the sandal, and yet he humbled himself for our sake. This child born of Mary gave John his entire identity and everything that he had. John had no concept of himself apart from his Savior. As remarkable as this wild man was, when anyone asked him to tell them about himself, he could hardly answer without referring to Christ. That's how it is for all of us. You are a baptized child of God. You are a Christian. That is what should, anyways, be your defining feature. So let's play 20 questions. Who are you? Are you an athlete? No. Are you an actor? No. Are you a Democrat? No. A Republican, perhaps? No. Are you a person of color? No. Are you German? No. Are you a woman? No. A man? No. What then? Are you LGBT? No. Tell us then. Who are you? The answer may sound like a non sequitur, but it's true. Jesus is my Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to this show. If you would like to support our ministry here at Holy Cross in Onaway, you can share this podcast and give us a five-star rating. 
If you would like to make a financial gift, please make checks payable to Holy Cross Lutheran Church and mail it to us at 3786 Glacier Road, Onoe, Michigan. That's G-L-A-S-I-E-R Road, Onoe, Michigan, 49765. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.